Good Morning Liberty. Well, what is going on, all of our Liberty-loving friends? Welcome back to another fantastic episode of Good Morning Liberty. I'm one of the hosts here, Charles Chuck Thompson. With me, as always, is Nathaniel Paul Thurston. First things first, happy mother trucking birthday to Costco. I wanted to mention that first because, look, if you sign up and join the head... the <laughs> Why is that you so difficult? <laughs> sign up and join the Fed Haters Club at joingml.com, and then you let us know over and over and over again that's your birthday, we might mention it on the show. It is Costco's <laughs> birthday today. Happy birthday, Costco. If you all don't know, he is the chief Chuck Hater yes. in here. He's got his own little club, mm-hmm. the Chuck Haters Club. He's the ringleader. He even got a God Hates Chuck shirt. All right? He's serious about this stuff. Yeah. And today's his birthday. Happy birthday, Costco. We appreciate y'all being here. All right, enough about that. (laughs) All right, this is Good Morning Liberty. We talk about life, liberty, and the pursuit of meaning every single day of the week when we want to. Mm Mm-hmm. He pounding the table right there. He's excited. Yeah. How about that? We're pumped up today. I got to warn you. We're real pumped. Charlie and I were rehearsing some of our old band moves uh, earlier, listening to some hardcore music and just uh, What were you listening to before that? Uh... (laughs) One of our old terrible bands. I took it way back to when Nate was just 17. I was older than that. That's the more embarrassing part, you know? No, I took it back to like 17, Yeah, I was about 17, I guess. And that first song. I can't stand hearing that stuff. (laughs) I try every day to block that part of my life Mm -hmm. out of my memory. And Charlie played it, and I got some PTSD going, so I just turned on my headphones. Uh, But anyway, we were getting... Charlie got up on his chair and on the desk earlier... Like, just going crazy. And I thought I was about to see something bad. I had to take my time this time, because mm-hmm. I'm not, you know. You're a little slower. And I'll be honest with you, my back was hurting when I sat back I'm down not, in the chair. Okay. Not, we're not 21 anymore. So, we got old. Hey, we got a bunch of stuff in the stack today. We're going to mention right quick. I'm going to tell you what we're going to talk about. That we're going to try to get to. Yeah, we're not doing a great job getting to all these things right now. The earthquake death toll, holy crap, Turkey and Syria, we'll, we'll, we'll mention that. Is that why you're so excited today? <laughs> no. James O'Keefe is on paid leave uh, from Project Veritas, some, some controversy going on there. Did he shoot someone? Maybe, I don't know. Maybe we'll, paid see, leave. <laughs> maybe we'll see some leaked videos <laughs> coming out. I'm not sure. Maybe they did a sting on him and it's about to come out. Uh, well, we we mentioned mentioning whether or not preschools work because of Biden's State of the Union speech and some stuff that we said. I looked up some studies on that. A big story potentially about the U.S. intentionally blowing up Nord Stream, the pipeline, which was a conspiracy. It is a. It's still a conspiracy. Still a cons- Yeah, hasn't been confirmed because the government said it's not true. Uh, we might also, I would like to talk about uh, this hearing with some people from Twitter and AOC's, like, really great points that she thinks she was making uh, or, uh, yesterday, I think, is when that happened. I don't, I don't remember. What she was feeling? Her feelings. Yeah. Yes. Uh, we've got some new data on masks and whether or not those work. Ron DeSantis still trying to take away the special district. In fact, they've officially moved to do it uh, from Disney. I disagree strongly with that. I believe Charlie does as well. And whether or not assault weapons bans actually work, as 
Biden also claimed in his State of the Union. Mm -hmm. We've got an over-under right now getting through, I believe 3.5 was the number, and most people think it's going to be less than that. The way that this progress is going, I think that's going to be true, but they didn't know that we're rapid-firing the first, like, three things. Should have bet the over. Yeah. Charlie, how do you, um, how do you feel about 20,000 over that? Passes. Toll from Quake from Quake's passes 20,000. Turkey and Syria. So Turkey hmm. builds makeshift cemetery to bury hundreds. It's not like a real political story. Now, I've noticed the Socialist Party is making it political because uh, if it wouldn't have been for capitalism or whatever, they would have put more money into their buildings to make them safer. Because Turkey's the beacon of yes. capitalism. Super capitalist <laughs> uh, place. They Same put, with Syria. They put too much money into defense. And they should have put it in the buildings. Of course, if you looked at a world map, you might see why Turkey put a lot of money into defense when you share borders with some of them countries. No offense. Everyone listening in Syria right now, I'm sure you're great. I'm talking about the other ones. No offense or defense. Yeah, none of them. Yeah. And so it, 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 maybe we'll talk about that later. But, I mean, twenty. you got to mention 20,000 people. It could happen right now. It could happen. This This room could come down. On the show, probably would gain a lot of subscribers. So if we survived, it could be worth it. Be kind of cool. I keep, I'm having a hard time keeping it serious, but this, this is, is only a two story building. So we might, I think be we'll okay. be okay. Now, the guys that are playing soccer up on the roof today, <laughs> they might fall on top of us. Yeah. We get to speculate about it. Is, it is really sad. It, it is, is. You know, anytime there's, anytime there's human death, it's really sad. And I don't the, care how they die. And, you know, obviously they, you know, they don't have the same type of inf infrastructure, but it's not like, um, you know, as a human species, we are so privileged mm -hmm. in the type of things that we have in the West that we don't quite understand where we came from. Like, it wasn't that long ago that an earthquake like this in America would also have killed 20,000 people. And it still could, and different parts of the country. Right. Who knows if you're not, if you're we not built for that. What was the magnitude? 7.8 or 9, something mm. like that. Mm. It was bad. That's not good. Not, not good at all. I like, uh, thoughts and prayers. I like those numbers lower. I want that to be a lower magnitude and the death toll way lower than that. Mm -hmm. A whole bunch lower. Uh, Charlie, tell us about. Do you think it was climate change that caused that quake? The shift in the platonic plates? Well, you see, it could have been. Platonic. Plutonic plates, yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's what they're called. By the way, I watched that. Did you watch that volcano documentary on Netflix? The one about the New Zealand volcano? I think it was White Island or something. I don't reckon. Holy crap. Anyone, anyone in the live group listening right now, watch the volcano documentary on Netflix about the White Island thing in New Zealand. Let me know. There was a tourist like from a cruise ship going to visit like an excursion on a volcano, volcanic island, and it erupted uh, a few years ago. Just one? Just one tourist? No. Uh, over 20 people died oh. that were on like little excursion trips on the thing. I've never even heard of it before. They were consumed by the... Now they got by MAGA. Some of them were. Some were. It's a pretty, pretty sad story. That is overall. sad. Wow. Yeah. So much death. Well, you sound more sad about that than all those people in Turkey. No, I'm sad about is all it of it. Because of New Zealand. I don't look. I don't know if you expected a certain type of reaction, but in my heart, it's just not what I expected. No. In my heart, I'm, I'm actually sad about it. 
Okay. Um, I don't like when any anyone dies. It it's terrible. Now, how do you feel about James O'Keefe maybe being out from Project Veritas? Is this going to question your donation status with him? <laughs> First, I don't really donate to him. Yeah. So no. <laughs> but okay. It, it seems as if uh, a coup is being staged. <laughs> That's what it seems. No. But at the same time, maybe they maybe he's done something. You know, we 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 have these heroes, right, that we put on a pedestal. We're like, you know, we, they could do no wrong. Who knows? Maybe this guy, you know, like is like Jared from Subway, and he's this, you know, nice normal guy who's doing the Lord's work, and it turns out he likes sixteen-year-olds. I don't know. No, I'm not saying that that's true. I, I'm just throwing things out there. You never know actually what someone's like just because this guy is a hero in one facet of his life doesn't mean that he's not i don't know he could be uh he could be doing drugs and project veritas is like look we're not, our company can't stand for that we can't have you out there snorting cocaine and doing all this hero work it looks bad on us now charlie is not alleging that any of that took no, place I'm just, what he's saying is you you literally just went down the exact same path that i wanted to go down with it and we did not talk about this beforehand that's pretty I, funny so from what i saw I know. what i saw online everyone's like oh this pfizer got a hold of the board somehow and they're getting rid of them that could very well be the case this is how conspiracy theories or theories when you have no information work and I will agree. There will be no Project Veritas without James O'Keefe. It'll it'll be gone right. after that. Wherever he goes, assuming he's not in prison, he will start something else, and it will suck up all of the donations that Project Veritas is getting, and probably a lot of the people that work there will go there unless they sign non-competes. <laughs> <laughs> but what you were what you're saying is, I saw that they put him on leave, and I was like, oh okay. Well, did he do something? But maybe they found, maybe they know that he murdered someone and it's about to come out in the news tomorrow that he murdered someone. He's about to get arrested for it. Now, all these people that are like, this is what happens when you question big tech and big pharma and all that. And they're taking them out and they're controlling the board. I'm just like, all right, s- slow down a minute. That could, that could be happening Absolutely as well. Absolutely it could, but you don't know. But maybe he's doing some insider trading. Possibly. You know? <laughs> Who knows? Maybe it has something to do with the fact that he came into possession of the uh, of Ashley Biden's diary, and uh, they're using whatever they can to try and take him out. That's also probably the case. What yeah. What's always most important is to admit that you got no clue and not to just jump on one thing and go with it with no information whatsoever. Mm-hmm. So there you go. I will say if they are trying to stage a cue, a cue, a coup or an insurrection mm-hmm. at Project Veritas, they're trying to get this guy out the powers that be, let's say, then I think that's wrong. But I think if James O'Keefe did something actually wrong, then maybe he should be pushed out. You know? Sure. Sure. So uh, I still think that's bad for Project Veritas, for yeah, sure. still would be. So we had this Nord Stream. We'll get to one of the main topics today. The Nord Stream pipeline explosion, that's not good. Now, we speculated, as a lot of people speculated, about who actually blew up this pipeline. And we, we comb through who had the biggest motive to blow up the pipeline. Not at the top of the list, in, in my opinion, and maybe yours, was Russia. Since that's how they sell their freaking stuff. <laughs> you know, like it needs to go through the pipeline. Like I didn't see the big incentive for them. And Russia patrols the Baltic Sea 
unless they want, unless they wanted to cause all of this mayhem that we could be leading to between uh, some of these allied countries out here. Um, but we we were speculating. It seemed like the U.S. or Ukraine, really, I think even Germany would be involved in the thing. A lot of people are like, well, this is an act of war against Germany. I think Germany's probably cool with it as well. They just can't politically be cool with it. Actually, according to the source, it seems like the and, United States got Germany on board. And, and Norway is the the big one that they're saying was uh, was helping with that. Mm-hmm. So the okay. Here's the story. Well, well, here's well, here's the story summed up. The CIA is like this. This is the CIA. Like, I wouldn't just go around blowing up pipelines like it was something to do. I got a little more sense than that. Yeah, I remember blowing up that Nord Stream pipeline. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the CIA. That's basically what happened. Mm-hmm. So this journalist who listen, I'd never heard of him before, but the, we did have access to Wikipedia. Seymour Hirsch. Now, he's old as hell. That's one thing we know, all right? 85 years old. That's That doesn't discredit him, but I've seen a lot of people out there trying to discredit him. So when I saw the story last night, first off, the first post I saw was the post-millennial. I was like, okay, that does nothing for me. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. This could be this could be nothing. And then I go and I read this dude's substack. Insanely detailed story about the process that they went through to blow up this pipeline. But still, all he's got is, uh, he's got a source, all right? But so you know. It's one anonymous source. Yeah. American investigative journalist and political writer. He gained recognition in 1969 for exposing the Malai massacre and its cover-up during the Vietnam War, for which he received the 1970 Pulitzer Prize for international reporting. Now, Pulitzer Prize these days... I think doesn't mean very much. Possibly back in 1970 meant a little bit more, in, in, in my humble opinion. Uh, he also covered the Watergate scandal for the New York Times. Uh, he also talked about mistreatment of detainees at the uh, Abu Ghraib, whatever prison, can't say it. He won a George Orwell Award and five George Polk Awards. Then he also said that the Obama administration lied about the events surrounding the death of Osama bin Laden, and he said that Assad did not actually use chemical weapons against civilians in Syria. They say both assertions have stirred controversy. I would say I was immediately on his side of both of those controversial things. Right. (laughs) Okay. Right. (laughs) But I don't know. Mm -hmm. So those are the things that people are trying to use to discredit him. Surprised they're not using the fact that he went to the University of Chicago as a way to discredit them also. He might have known Milton Friedman or something. Or Thomas Sowell. <laughs> you know, who who knows? Yeah. So how America took out the Nord Stream pipeline, I would recommend you go to the Substack and you look over it. We're not going to read it to you because it's like a 30-page article. And so we're not going to go through the whole thing. But essentially, let's say last June, the Navy diver, divers operating under the cover of a widely publicized midsummer NATO exercise known as Ball Tops 22 planted the remotely triggered explosives that three months later destroyed three of the four Nord Stream pipelines. According to a source with direct knowledge of the operational planning. Now, unfortunately, everything in the rest of the post, it all hinges on whether or not you believe that last part right there. 
If you don't believe that according to a source with direct knowledge, then this is just a, this is just conspiracy theory with no source or anything. Where I'm at personally, if I were Vegas, <laughs> I would set the odds that there's a greater than 50% chance that this is true. Okay. That's what, that's what I personally believe. I would agree with you. Yeah. As well. Uh, the thing is, we don't, we don't know for sure. We didn't get to talk to the source. The, that source, the one source, wasn't uh, corroborated. Typically, you want to have two sources saying the same thing, at least two. They don't know each other. You want to have a video, and you want to have a court reporter taking down all the stuff, and the, and the person's grandma back mm -hmm. there. Can you know confirming? But I guess like the what Snowden released would have been he you know he was the single source yeah. But of course he had you know evidence, other evidence to prove. What all you know he'll say you can say well he's just got one anonymous source, but okay. So what do you say about anyone who whistleblows? What's a whistleblower who's whistleblowing on the U.S. government blowing up critical infrastructure for another country? affecting the lives of millions of people, uh, where's the whistleblower supposed to go? Right. Honestly, to the whistleblower report center at the government? Yeah. <laughs> That's how you wind up getting dead. <laughs> All right? You share a cell with uh, the well, whistleblower I mean, reporting agency. <laughs> the whistleblower reporting agency. <laughs> so I understand sometimes you just got to go to a journalist and then the journalist is going to release it and then we'll all talk about whether or not we believe them. The office of the whistleblowers blowing whistles. Mm -hmm. Whistleblowers anonymous. That building. That's where you go. It's like, <laughs> hey, I'm name's Nate. I'm a whistleblower, and then you tell your story. I'm not giving you my last name. <laughs> you can see my face, but <laughs> that building's usually empty. But every once in a while, it's open for business. The problem is there is so much incentive for this to be the case that the U.S. blew it up. Uh, there are so many things behind it. Even when you look at the climate change agenda, like you want to shut down gas, you want to make the price of gas go up. Now, oddly enough, the price of gas has gone down a ton. That's because they had a very uh, warm winter because of climate change mm. um, over there in Europe. So the price has been down a ton with uh, with with gas. Uh, but I, it also cuts off some of uh, Russia's financial support as well. And um, you can also blame it on them as well. Couple this with the president, which we're about to go over a video, um, what he says here. And then also couple this with the fact that the White House says that we are, uh, you know, as close or closer to a nuclear war than we were back in the Cold War. Uh, the, the also, threat, I'm sorry, the threat is as high or higher than it was during the Cold War. There's a lot of information that points towards a potential U.S. destroying Russia and owned an act of war by the U.S. By the, the U.S. Way. blamed Russia. Now, if Russia blew up the pipeline, uh, I feel like they would be using that more in arguments where they talk about how important this war is and how bad Russia is and all that and how we all got to come together and everything. I feel like they'd be talking way more about the fact that this this very vital infrastructure was was blown up between the countries, um, but they kind of kind of feels like they swept it under the rug a little bit, which to me leans more towards they don't want to talk about it mm -hmm. anymore. I just want to assume that that's what it is. Let's see what he had to if, say. Uh, if Russia invades, uh, that means tanks or troops crossing 
the, uh, the, the border of Ukraine uh, again, then uh, there, will be, uh, we, there will be no longer a Nord Stream 2. We, we will bring an end to it. What do, what, how, will you, how will you do that exactly, since the project and control of the project is within Germany's control? We will, uh, I promise you, we'll be able to do it. Hmm. I, is that not enough? <laughs> it's not, no. It's really not like, enough? Well, you could always be like, well, we'll just, you know, Germany's on our side. We'll talk to them and they're, we're real good buddies with them and they'll do what we tell them to do. You know, I just want them to stick. Germany needs us. I just want them to stick to it. Like, why not blow it up and be like, you're damn right we blew that thing up. I told you <laughs> in that press conference. Didn't you hear Toby Keith's song? We'll put a boot in your ass, <laughs> yeah, man. It's the American way. Yeah. Uncle Sam, man. Yeah. Okay. Uh, let's see. After the. Did yes, you by punch the way, Putin in the face? Just mentioned T Dub said, I just want to be like the guy who put this analysis together, still sharp, my old age, doing thorough work. I highly recommend that you go read. Before I read about who Seymour Hirsch was, I read the Substack piece, and what I had decided was, this dude knows what he's doing. Like, he's a good journalist. He, he knows what's going on. It is written beautifully. It reads like a great, a really great story. Did I just see an F-bomb there somewhere? Where did that go? Oh. Uh, goat F. <laughs> hmm. <laughs> right there. Beautifully written piece, very detailed, well laid out. Um, I, I highly recommend, and there, the detail is so strong on it that it's either completely true or completely false. <laughs> so One or the other. So one, of the, one or the other there. Mm -hmm. But the guy, just think about the guy. He uncovered uh, what was the, the uh, Malai massacre, massacre in Vietnam. Uh, so that's not good. Gets a Pulitzer Prize for that. Um, Watergate covers that for the New York Times. Uh, several other big stories. And then he's out there saying, well, you know, Assad didn't actually guess his own people. We just, we needed to say that he did. Uh, that kind of sounds like something that would be true. Mm. And in fact, a lot of people on the libertarian side uh, will say that that is the case, that he didn't actually well, guess his own people. What's the incentive? What's the incentive for, you know, this guy making this up? What would be the incentive for Saad to gas his own people? Assad to gas his own people? You know, it just uh, something something smells off. And then the the Osama bin Laden you thing. Smell that? It's a rat. It smells like freedom. Um, the Osama bin Laden thing, like that sounded made up to begin with. Now Zero Dark Thirty was a great movie. I think I think it was pretty cool. Mm. But there's, uh, you know, most of the time those movies are they're not super accurate to what actually happened. And um, that whole not bringing his body back thing, that was weird. I'm just saying, it's kind of weird. I'm not, say, I'm not saying Did we it bring Saddam up. Hussein back? I was, Osama bin Laden. No, I'm saying, like, what about Hussein? Did we bring Hussein back? Oh, I don't know what happened to him. I think, I mean, I think he, was he, got the, uh, he was hung. I know he, he was hung. He got the king treatment. But was he hung in, in Iraq? I don't know what happened with him. Did we always? Yeah, he was hung in Iraq. We didn't bring him back here and hang him. <laughs> well, yeah, but. That's what I'm saying. No. Do we always hang or do we always bring people back? I mean, why would we bring the body back? I'm just asking questions. I don't know. Well, they took him and allegedly like pushed him off the boat while they were coming back. Yeah, that's like, strange. So they brought him with them. And then they said they gave him a burial at sea. 
Mm. That's weird. He Isn't was a, that weird? Because he was a former captain. Yeah. So they're not so. going to find his body back at the place where they killed him. And then they bring him and then they shove him out into the ocean. And they're like, oh, we killed Osama bin Laden. Yeah. We got him. Saying. All it's, right. It's kind of weird. All That's right. What's three next? stories, by the way. Is it three? How about, hey, hey, Come shut on. up. So now we're on to story number four. So if you bet the under, you are, you're losing right now. This one's going to go on to the CDC. Oh, we're going to AOC. I really wanted Sorry. to talk. AOC before CDC. Because we'll have to mention this for Dumb Bleep of the Week more than likely, but we can't play uh, the whole video and go through the whole thing. So we'll have to refer people back to this moment in the podcast uh, where we talk about this. Uh, but sh- listen, Twitter, I saw Yol Roth up there. They're getting questioned. AOC's upset that they're even having to do this. But according to AOC... Real quick about Twitter, I heard a rumor that James O'Keefe was going to be the new CEO of Twitter. (laughs) (laughs) That'd be kind of funny. Yeah, Uh, Couldn't you see James O'Keefe and AOC getting into it in a congressional hearing? Be hilarious. AOC says, today... This is like a... Oh, I'm sorry. Today, Rep AOC. This is like a... Her... The political page, I guess... AOC uncovered that Twitter changed its own content moderation policy after after Trump violated it in order to accommodate his hateful tweets and try to keep him on the platform. So this is way before a bunch of the other stuff. But they uncovered that Twitter changed their content moderation policy because Trump was in violation of something and he was the president and they didn't want to do anything about it. Cause at that point they hadn't done anything about, about anything. So that's what they uncover uh, along with a few other things. And by the way, this one thing means that there was no bias against people on the right from Twitter, despite what the Twitter files this say. one thing. Yeah. I just that. want to start off um, right oh, here God. at the top here. This isn't even my line of questioning, but I'd like to submit to the record a Washington Post article now warning about Hunter Biden laptop disinformation, the guy who leaked it. Here's the deal. Before I even get into my questions, I think that the, the story here with the New York, uh, with the Washington Post reporting is that what they're saying right here, when the New York Post first reported in October 2020 that it, it had obtained contents of a laptop computer allegedly owned by Joe Biden's son Hunter, there was an immediate roadblock faced by other news outlets that hoped to corroborate reporting, as many did. The newspaper wasn't sharing what it obtained. New York Post had this alleged information and was trying to publish it without any corroboration, without any backup information. They were trying to publish it to Twitter. Twitter did not let them, and now they were upset. Now, first off, what she's describing could be called like an anonymous source or someone familiar with the matter. Mm -hmm. Now, the New York Times and Washington Post and all these are totally fine. When they do it. When they say, ah, anonymous source, you know, that's what's Mm -hmm. going on. But what she's saying as well, since they didn't give out all the information that they that they had obtained, well, totally fine that the story was blocked. You wouldn't want to let a story go out. Well, we always had to corro- uh, corroborate right wing news, yes. not left wing news. Yeah, I believe that political operatives who sought to inject explosive disinformation with the Washington Post couldn't get away with it, and now they're livid, Post. and they want the ability to do it again. They want the ability to inject this again. It turned so out to be true, by the way. A social yeah. media platform here in Congress. They're weaponizing the use of this committee so that they can do it again. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know about y'all, but I'm a best self when I'm doing things I truly care about, like this show. 
day trading, spending time with my family. But when I get overwhelmed, I have a tough time doing those things, even when I know I need to. Working with a therapist can help you get closer to that best version of you. Because when you feel confident and empowered, you're more prepared to take on everything life is throwing at you. I'm one of the many people who have benefited from therapy, by the way. It helped me filter through all the noise, get down to the root cause of my problems so I could actually solve them and move on. So if you're thinking of giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash GML today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash GML. So she, yes. It turned out to be true. A, a true story. It's, they had the laptop. It's no longer a legend. The information was on the laptop. New York Post was blocked, and people who shared it were blocked. There are literal pictures of Hunter Biden and his penis <laughs> on the internet. It's a legend penis. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> With lines of cocaine and other drugs and credit cards and... All kinds of there's stuff. There's emails, there's all sorts of stuff, and it's all real stuff. And she's still saying that, oh, the right's just mad that they just can't spew whatever type of information they want. They're trying they to want. disinformation. <laughs> it's an actual true story. It's right. And she's still trying to classify it as disinformation. A whole hearing about a 24-hour hiccup and pause, in right-wing pause political report. This whole... I hate this weaponized word. Mm -hmm. You know, they use it for everything now, like weaponized incompetence, weaponize this committee. They're trying to weaponize my jacket. I don't know. I just hate, like, this whole weaponized, it just sounds like feminist garbage. Assault weaponize this committee hearing right now. Yes. Um, this 24-hour hiccup and right-wing political operation, it was a news story. <laughs> It was a news story. A legitimate news story. We know for sure. <laughs> a right-wing political operation is what she calls a legitimate news story about the president's, the then-candidate's son, and very controversial things, possibly corrupt things. And this is a right-wing political operation. And they're weaponizing this committee. And everyone listening right now is true, uh, right... Uh, correct right now she seems like she's about to cry and she's like she's like fidgeting with her microphone she's like so upset no right i think now. she's so i think she's nervous that she knows she's just spewing bullshit and she's like i hope my i hope my supporters still support me because <laughs> man this is hard to this is hard to get out because i know it's bs <sighs> I imagine how nervous you would have to be just to constantly lie like that she's got to be used to it by now operation that is why we are here right now. And it is, it, it's just a, an abuse of public resources, an abuse of public time. We could be talking about health care. We could be talking about bringing down the cost of prescription drugs. We could be talking about abortion rights, civil rights, voting rights. But instead, we're talking about Hunter Biden's half-fake laptop story. I mean, this is an embarrassment. Half-fake. What? Which part was fake? Half of it. She just said. I'll go into it. Miss Navarroli. Let's talk about something real. I'd like to show you a tweet posted by former President Trump about my colleagues and I on July 14th, 2019. It says in part, quote. Here's the important part. Trump said something mean about me. 
Let's talk about it. Let's talk about Why this don't first. they go back and help fix the totally broken and crime-infested places from which they came? Then come back and show us how it's done. These places need your help badly. You can't leave fast enough. I'm sure that Nancy Pelosi would be very happy as quickly to work out free travel arrangements. A day or two after that... He is, Donald Trump is an SEO master, by the way. <laughs> he hits all the keywords. Always. I bet Nancy Pelosi would be good. You know, he just yeah. like, he knows. Uh, Donald Trump publicly uh, incited, you know, violence at a rally, uh, targeting four congresswomen, including myself, saying, go back to where you came from. Uh, Ms. No, Madeline, hang on, as I understand hang on. it, you were... Uh, Pause it again. It's like... It's like when you in, when you insult someone, like oh, mm -hmm. go back to where you came from. Yeah. All of a sudden, that is linked to inciting violence a couple of days later. It is. Which is, by the way, allegedly inciting violence because nothing of what he said incited violence whatsoever. And if it was inciting violence, then the things that AOC and the other women that he were talking about were for sure inciting violence during the Black Lives Matter rally and all of that. By literally telling people to go burn down buildings in a way. I'm paraphrasing here. Well, you don't even but have to. Telling people to hit the streets and. You don't have to say that. In this case, if you were to draw those comparisons, uh, legitimizing people's grievances is incitement of violence. Yeah. You know, you don't have to say anything about go burn down buildings or whatever. Like, yeah, you're right. I understand why. Yeah, you're, you've been totally screwed. This is a completely corrupt system. Yeah. That's incitement of violence if you use the same standard. Mm -hmm. That. People like her, uh, who have also, not uh, gone also back really, from whence thou came yet. What really gets me is like the immaturity, like the immature whining. It seems now, did, a, Charlie, this is AOC. Did Trump say something you know mean? Let's say is he is he a bully? Trump's a bully. Of course he's a bully. Well, he told but them imagine, to go back from where they came. You know, imagine being like you know, Mom, <laughs> you would believe what Trump said about me. He told me to go back to where I came from. Now the point that she's about to make is that this violated Twitter's terms of service and they actually changed their terms of service because of this tweet or, or whatever the agreement was. So that's the point she's getting to right now to say, well, see, Twitter's not biased towards people on the right at all. They literally banned Trump from the platform. <laughs> yeah. This is from July of 2019. They literally ended up banning him and a bunch of other people on the right from the platform. Uh, the most senior member of Twitter's content moderation team, or a senior member of Twitter's content moderation team when this was posted. Um, as part of your responsibilities, did you review this tweet? Yes, it was my team's responsibility to review these tweets. And what did you conclude? My team made the recommendation that for the first time we find Donald Trump in violation of Twitter's policies and use the public interest interstitial. For the first time? Yes. And at the time, Twitter's policy included a specific example when it came to banned abuse uh, against immigrants as in, they specifically included the phrase, go back to your country or go, or go back to where you came from, correct? Yes, that was specifically included in the content moderation guidance as and an example. You, you brought this up to the vice president of trust and safety, Del Hart. You're telling me you can't even tell people to go back to where they came from? Not on Twitter, you can't. I mean, it's not nice. Yeah. And he was incorrect anyway. I mean, I'm pretty sure, I, don't, I think AOC's probably from here. I think he was, you know? I think at first he was probably talking about Ilhan Omar yeah, was Omar, the, yeah. was that because, uh, is she from like Somalia or something? I, yeah, hope I didn't in, get that wrong in context here. The most corrupt and inept, the, the governments they came from essentially. Is that a mean thing to say? Sure. 
Okay, well, we're talking about old Twitter here. This yeah. is his first time in violation of Twitter's policies. Wow. By telling people to go back to where they guys, came from. Can you guys remember back that long, back in the olden times? Mm-hmm. Like, there was a time when Trump had not yet even been in violation of Twitter's policies. That they knew of. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. RV, correct? I did, yes. And she overrode your assessment, didn't she? Yes, she did. Um, and something interesting happened after she overrode your assessment. A day or two later, Twitter seemed to have changed their policies, didn't they? Yes, that trope, go back to where you came from, was removed from the content moderation guidance as an example. So Twitter changed their own policy after the president violated it um, in order to potentially accommodate his tweet? Yes. Thank you. Um, So much for bias against right wing on Twitter. (laughs) Also, did did he actually say go back to where you came from? Or did, um, it looks like what he said, interesting to see progressive Democrat congresswomen who originally came from countries whose governments are a complete and total catastrophe, the worst, most corrupt, and inept anywhere in the world, if they even have a functioning government at all. Which he's calling out, uh, he's calling out Ilhan Omar at that which time. Which isn't untrue, by the way. No. Okay. And then he said, and viciously telling the people of the United States, the greatest and most powerful country on earth, how our government is to be. Uh, run uh they go back why why AO, aoc is blocking the text everyone yeah. who's listening right now it's not that charlie can't read the words right it's, it's that you, i'm trying to make i'm trying to make up yeah. what he's saying essentially by reading through aoc's head which but shouldn't it, be that it looks hard. like he said why basically why don't they go back and help fix the totally broken crime infested crime places. infested places from which they came it sounds like he's asking a question. He didn't put a question mark there. Mm. If he would have said, why don't you go back and fix your own country rather than trying to tell us what to do over here? I got you. If he would have put a question mark there, maybe it would have even violated the rules. He said crime infested places from which they came. Uh, Fed up says the context of the entire tweet was for them to go back to their districts. Not to their countries, mm. which would make more sense because I, I mean, it's I believe it would be clearly obvious to even Trump that Ilhan Omar would be the only person who was an immigrant from another country that he would have been talking about. And everyone else, uh, I believe, wasn't he talking about multiple people? She said, I don't remember who exactly he was talking about. Yeah, she said me and the four others. So it's the The squad. The squad. Okay. Yeah. So Ilhan Omar, I think, is the only immigrant out of that group. So going back to your districts, and then you could say... Well, that's why they changed that specific thing, because when you look at the context, he wasn't saying, because you're an immigrant, go back the from whence thou came. Can't end the sentence with a preposition in the first place. That was a terrible rule. So anyway, oh, is, uh, where is um, Rashida Tlaib from? Is she on the, on the group also? In the group? Is she from Pakistan? And Costco just said Tlaib in there. Okay. I didn't know she was in the group. I knew specifically where she was from, of course, but uh, just didn't um, think about it. Anyway, I just thought that was ridiculous. Maybe it's going to be a dumb bleep because they take this one example where you can add some context to it and see why, well, okay, maybe we need to change the wording of this. This is the president of the United States, and he's never incited an insurrection before. So I think we should maybe uh, consider changing the words. 
She takes this and says, so much for bias against the right wing on Twitter. <laughs> it's, this one thing yeah. in July of 2019. Yeah. No matter what the Twitter files say. Yeah. Okay. So that's fun. What else? Clearly they changed one policy in support of the president of the United States at the time. Therefore, mm -hmm. that eliminates any conception of bias towards the right wing whatsoever. Because clearly this one time. They were helping the right wing. Let's see. Do you want to do the masks or do you want to do one of the other random stories that we have in here, like the Reedy Creek Improvement District or the um, assault weapons or the masks? Which one do you which one do you want to do in our final 11 minutes of the show? Let's go to Ron DeSantis. DeSantis. Mm -hmm. That way people can disagree with us. Yeah. I like it when people disagree. This is from the conservative brief Ron DeSantis to take control of Disney's Reedy Creek Improvement District Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has stuck it to Disney by finally seizing control of what was Disney's self-governing district and informed the company that it has to pay 700 million dollars in debt and start paying taxes the governor who has had a long combative history with the company took control of the Reedy Creek, Creek board on Monday Crick he had it right the first time the Reedy Creek <laughs> Hmm. Any fish in that creek? <clears throat> Florida is dissolving the corporate kingdom <laughs> and beginning a new era of accountability and transparency, DeSantis' deputy press secretary told the Daily Mail. Corporate kingdom. Hmm. DeSantis will also rename the site, switching its name from Reedy Creek to the Central Florida Tourism Oversight District. District 12. <laughs> I'm making that up. A new bill was proposed by Florida politicians on Monday, which would give the governor full control over the district and the ability to appoint the five-member board of supervisors that runs the special district. The nominees would then need to be confirmed by Florida state senators. The proposed legislation would keep in place Reedy Creek's obligation to almost $1 billion of outstanding bonds. I found that to be pretty interesting because, you know, they're able to issue these bonds uh, to, you know, get money to stay afloat. Now, they take away the special district and, like, a lot of the, I'm not going to say it's going to be all the cool stuff that they that came along with it. And they say, well, you're also still going to be liable for all these bonds you guys been issuing. That could be a, could be a bad deal for mm -hmm. Disney. Now, are you a fan of Disney, Charlie? Why is Ron DeSantis so I, mad at Disney? I don't really care mm. about you, Disney that much. You don't care about kids being indoctrinated? Into gay? I mean, I do, yeah. Oh, so you hate gay people. No. <laughs> no. Don't hate gay people. I don't I don't believe in any form of indoctrination. Mm, okay. Except for liberty indoctrination. That's it. <laughs> that for sure. Tell your yeah, kids yeah. about liberty. I want you to be free and to be left alone. Mm-hmm. It's all I care about. And, yeah, I mean, I think, you know, trying to see who's... Dick is bigger. Well, you're obsessed with the penises today. What's going <laughs> yeah. on with that? I don't know. Uh, between DeSantis and Disney. Did they hang Mickey just, Mouse out there? What's going just, on? You know, and then you have the government coming in being like, hey, look, you had all this freedom. We're just going to take it away from you because we don't agree with what you're doing. Yeah. You know, and it's, it wasn't like Disney was committing any crimes that we know of. And that's why they had their special status removed. I mean, that could be a better case. Be like, oh, well... They were actually hosting like a child, you know, sexual ring 
inside of Disney and be like, oh, okay, well, we should probably remove their special privileges. And there's been a lot of Disney employees that got in trouble for that, but I think that comes with the territory. You know, serious statement. I mean, yeah. where are you going to go? <laughs> you know? Besides a place It's not funny. Kids. I'm saying, like, you know? <laughs> place full of kids. Yeah. Yeah. I'm yeah, the most targets there. It's in the job description. Mm -hmm. Well, not that. So, with the new rules proposed, if it passed, no one who has ever been affiliated with Disney whatsoever would be allowed to serve on the board. These actions ensure a state-controlled district accountable to the people instead of a corporate-controlled kingdom. If the rules are approved, it would forever eliminate the ability to govern itself. Let me talk to all my libertarians out there real quick. I'll, I'll shift over the notes, see behind the scenes over here, because I didn't prepare uh, this whole thing. Those words, those words bother me, and I'm sure they probably bother you also, Charlie. Mm -hmm. um, read that, please, for the people in the back once I... Actually, get these back up here. Where did that go? Okay, it says, if the rules are approved, it would forever eliminate the ability to govern itself. And the first part, too. These actions ensure a state-controlled district accountable to the people instead of a corporate-controlled kingdom. Now, Ron DeFantis and these people out there Free market individualist lovers all over the place out there in Florida are using the point that you don't want a corporate controlled kingdom. You want one that's accountable to the people like a state controlled kingdom out there because corporations are not accountable to people whatsoever. What a great message from someone who a lot of people are going to be pushing to be the president Probably even us will be okay with it being president, but there's your message. Except did you just see Disney declined so much and has been losing so much money. They brought back their old CEO. Yeah. How yeah. is that not accountable to the people? Now, of course we're in a market downturn, whatever, but a lot of people were fed up with Disney to begin with half the country, by the way. Mm -hmm. And so what they did was they were like, uh, yeah, we're just not going to be purchasing product. I know several people were like, I sold my Disney stock. I'm over it. This company's garbage. I don't like their woke agenda. And you vote with your dollars. Corporations are the most accountable to people unless they have government protection. What's the, the incentive for Disney is much higher than it is for the incentive of elected officials who have power. Yeah. Yeah. Um, this, is, this is not good for liberty all around. Now, I understand people's frustrations. And I understand that... The state is used in other ways, and then you want to use the state to get them back. But it's just, we're going the wrong direction. If we actually believe in people voting with their dollars and that being the best thing for the most amount of people and the only free way of doing anything, the only voluntary way of doing anything, uh, then them having their own special district where, yes, it might be unfair compared to a bunch of other businesses in Florida who don't have their own special district, Florida's got a lot of those districts. It's, this was the first one, I believe, but they've got a lot of them. Uh, like that place who did so well during the hurricane. We talked about that. I don't remember the name of it. Mm -hmm. um, then this is what we should want. And if we truly believe that the market will solve these problems, then when the going gets tough, 
That's not where you say, well, the state's got to come back in and take stuff over. You got to believe that the market's going to solve the problem. And this to me is a bunch of people saying, yeah, we talk about that. We say a bunch of buzzwords and key, key phrases to talk about the market or whatever. We don't actually believe it, though. We don't like what they're doing. So we're going to use the power of the state to go in there and take care of them. Because right now we gave them too much freedom. And we're just going to go take it back because I don't like that movie that just came out. Mm. It's crazy. It's a loss for liberty. It is. Whether you like them or not. And I don't like them. In fact, I get pretty frustrated with, with them. A lot of the stuff they do, it's disgusting to me to make a point to put specific sexualized content in the kids' content. It's weird. It's real weird. Mm -hmm. I think people who want to do that are, are also pretty weird. You know, there's something going on there. I have to say that re-watching some older oh, cartoons, as a kid, you don't pick up on it. Mm -hmm. I had no idea. But man, I picked up on all kinds of references as an adult. Oh, there's a lot of stuff. But we're not just talking about those. Re I think they put references in movies that will be funny to the kids' parents who took them to the movie mm -hmm. to give the parents a chance to laugh at something. I think there's a lot of stuff like that that the kids, like you said, the kids just don't get it. They, they didn't realize what reference was just made. And then there's a lot of stuff that's very, very, very specific, uh, like something that's going to be in Dumb Bleep. Uh, tomorrow, like uh, slaves building this country and reparations and stuff like that being included in a kid's show. Uh, so we'll, we'll probably talk did about that. Did you know DeSantis got married at Disney World? I did. No, that was not on my. Just saw that. Not on my list. Yeah. <laughs> had no, no was clue. This, was it, and was this, I can't remember, uh, honestly, was this all over the, the don't say gay thing? I believe how, that's where it real, really started. Yeah. Yeah. Disney said something. They shot themselves in the foot. <laughs> well, there were people protesting. They ended up having to come out saying that they disagreed. They stopped their political donations uh, that they were making. So they had to stop that. And uh, and then there's just some stuff with their content. A lot, you know, a lot of people disagree with, but it had a lot to do with them halting their political donations, I believe, and coming out against the, uh, the Don't Say Gay bill. Um, and to me, they can be against a fake bill if they want to be against a fake bill. That's fine. Who cares? All right. Well, that was pretty good for a show. I don't know how many things we made it through. The other things that we were going to talk about uh, were Biden yelling ban assault weapons. He actually yelled banned assault we weapons. Kind of funny. Um, and whether or not that worked, there's data on whether or not the assault weapons ban worked. In newsflash, it didn't. And uh, then we were also going to mention preschools. And the masks, and we didn't get through those things mm -hmm. either. Um, so just to round it up for you, the masks, they, they, they can't find any difference in people wearing masks and people not, whether or not they got COVID or spread COVID around. And that includes all of the different kinds of masks. Mm. And that even included healthcare settings, because it turns out people don't wear masks properly, you know, and that's just, that's the case. And if you don't wear it properly, it's basically pointless. Yeah. That's, that's where we're at on that. Well, and... So, you know, as a nurse or a healthcare professional, you're trained. First of all, you get fitted for a mask that properly seals. Because mm -hmm. if you don't have one that properly seals, then it doesn't matter, right? So you have, you know, P100s or N95s. Typically for most contact precautions or airborne things, you can get away with an N95. 
Some of them require um, P100s, by the way, which looks more like a gas mask. A gas Sounds like mask. a radio station to me. But it's, they it's all, all of those have to be literally fitted for your face because people have different bone structures and cheek structures and all of that. Um, and so if, if you're not, if you have a beard or something and they mm-hmm. can't create a seal, then you're not sealing anything from getting in around the mask. So you see, that's really hard to put into a tweet though, and explain to people that that's the case. Yeah. It's better to just say it, that masks are even better than vaccines. Like I still, what? I don't like saying that masks don't work because it's, I, it's it's hard it's, for people to accept the truth. Masks masks don't work if they're not worn properly. That's a yes. better way of saying it. And what they find even the through these studies truth. is that health they also are not even worn properly by healthcare professionals. I think well, yeah, I think that's true too. So there is a moral hazard to saying that masks work and just saying well, that. I'm saying you have to say the whole truth. Mhm. You know? Yeah. It's like you know, you can use that use that on anything. I'm trying to think of another analogy, but it's it, this goes for like everything. You know, like um, you know, your car doesn't work unless you drive it properly. Right? Yeah. You know, it's like things have to be put together properly to to work. So, I got you. Um, the former CDC director, Robert Redfield, claimed that masks provided more protection against COVID than vaccines would. What about that? Is that a dangerous statement? You said that? The former director of the CDC. That more protection than vaccines? Yeah. Well, again, there's a lot of variability <laughs> there because... People with vaccines were probably still getting COVID and spreading it, and they were being more more careless. Yeah, this was actually before the vaccine. We talked came about out. that, by the way. We talked yeah. about how people who were vaccinated that were still spreading it were more careless because they were vaccinated. Um, Rochelle Walensky said that wearing a mask reduces your chance of infection by more than eighty percent. Yeah, that's wrong. Yeah. So anyway, that's what we're talking about. It should, have, it should have said wearing a mask properly. Mm-hmm. But they, there wearing needs to be a another asterisk there. Properly that sealed. The properly part is you will never do this. It's, so it's pointless. That's the other part. Yeah. You know, walking across a tightrope between two buildings properly is completely safe. Which is a true statement. <laughs> Therefore, walking across a tightrope between two buildings is safe. <laughs> As long as you do it properly. But that's implied. (laughs) Would you say flying a plane is safer than driving a car? Don't don't talk to me about planes. Is flying a plane safer than driving a car? If I'm flying it, yeah. (laughs) Someone else? Who knows? What matters is it has to be done properly. Because if you're just erratically flying (laughs) planes, well, the chances are it's not safer. Yeah. Because... When you're in a plane crash, the odds of dying are much higher than if you're in a car crash. That's, you just compare trust the, me, I know that. You compare the crashes, you know? Yeah. I tried to explain that. Like, babe, why are you shaking? <laughs> well, this goes down. We're screwed. If we get in a car wreck, there's a chance. Yeah. Like, hell, me and Charlie carried on a phone call during a, during a car wreck. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Totally fine. Plane crash, not so much. Mm. There's okay. A- there's Unless you small... get the Wi-Fi, I guess. I don't know. Hey, why are you in the fetal position? <laughs> <laughs> we hit a bump. Okay, let's go home. An air bump.
All right, y'all. If you enjoyed today's episode, please share the show with a friend, a family member, and the children. Share it with your, um, you know, the Disney people. Mm-hmm. They are some, they're, they're people. They need to hear about this. They need to hear about this. Share mm-hmm. it with those folks. You know who your Disney friends are. The ones obsessed with Disney. Mm-hmm. Share it with those folks. They're, that's a thing. People are obsessed with Disney. Oh, I know. Uh, go to joingml.com to join the Fed Haters Club. Nailed it. Nailed it. The Fed Haters Club. There's a whole new logo and everything. We got Nate and another guy we're working with on a, on a brand new merch site at godhatesfeds.com. That should be coming live to you relatively shortly, and we'll talk about that. I believe, Nate, you were going to put up some designs. I was. In the Discord. Mm-hmm. That should be coming out soon. So if you're a part of that head of... <laughs> what Jesus. is the deal? I want to say head fader, head faders. Sure. If you're part of the Fed haters, I'm mm-hmm. a little, I'm a little dyslexic. The head faders. <laughs> the Fed haters club. You'll get to see those designs first and, um, and potentially vote on them. So go do that. Join gml.com. Go to natescrashcourse.com for market. Market Stock information, market basic. information. <laughs> educational basic. Really trading strategy information. Yeah. A lot of get your head right type information. Mm. Mm-hmm. That's right. You got to get fix your brain. I'm not licensed to fix your head, mm. uh, but I've fixed mine. It's educational purposes it. only. Mm-hmm. That's, that's right. Natescrashcourse.com. If you do all those things, we'll be back again tomorrow for some dumb bleep of the week. Until then, I hope you have a good day and a good morning, Liberty. Come on, man.